This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's really good, ladies and gentlemen? How y'all feeling today? Today, we're talking about something special. I talked about it a little bit before, but we're going to talk about it again. Because it needs to be talked about again. It needs to be updated and refreshed in 2024. We are live everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. We would have been live on Facebook, but they'd be acting funny. So it is what it is. Anyway, so that's today that's what we're going to talk about. Three things they don't tell you about starting a video or photography company in 2024. This ain't going to be the cute stuff that people are telling you. Make sure you bring your lens cap and you bring two extra SD cards. We're talking about business, fam. First, we got to roll that freaking intro. So let's do that real quick. Let's roll that intro. Just so y'all know, we own this shit. Post where you're from. Why that intro rolling? I don't care what you're from. Post where you're from. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good if this is your first time on the channel? This is the channel you come to when you want to learn the business side of content creation. If you want to learn how to take all them cute pictures, you want to learn how to Photoshop your girlfriend, take her from an A cup to a D cup, this ain't the place, fam. This is where you come to get the bag. All right? So all my people that posted where they're from, good, big, big shout out to you. So y'all y'all following directions. I love it. I love it. One person posted that they, they're Ocean Springs. I stayed in Ocean Springs for a minute. Beautiful place out in Mississippi. You would never guess. You would be like, Mississippi? And you get there and it's palm trees and casinos off the beach. It's beautiful. Go check it out if you get time. All right, let's cut right into it because I want to leave a little time for Q&A at the end. Let's talk about three things they're not telling you about, fam. You keep listening to these gurus and they sending you down the creek. I'm going to tell you things that they're not telling you. Number one, let's start off with this, right? They tell you to get an LLC. Everybody telling you to go get an LLC. Go get your LLC. But what they're not telling you is depending on what state you're in, you may have to report taxes quarterly. And if you don't, they're going to assume you made a certain amount of money. You're going to have to pay based off whatever they assume. If you don't want to pay extra taxes, you may want to wait to get your LLC, at least until you start accepting money. People don't understand that. You get an LLC, you got to file taxes. That's a, that's a cost. And if you're not ready for that cost, you're going to be stuck with the bill. The state going to be looking for you. They're going to be wondering, what's up? You, you, you said you're a company. Uh, you ain't reporting nothing. Even if you report zero, even if you report, hey, I took a loss, you have to report it. If you don't know how to do it, then you got to get a bookkeeper. You got to get somebody that's going to do your taxes, your state taxes, not just your federal taxes. And that needs to be done quarterly, not yearly. It's every three months for those who ain't doing the math. Three to, three to four months. Everybody, every three to four months, you need to have it ready for those who don't, you know, ain't doing the math on it. So if, you, if you're not ready for that, 
you may not want to get an LLC because these cats out here will tell you that the LLC is just the most bestest, and I ain't even a word. We're going to use it today because I, I got that from my sixth grade, seventh grade vocabulary. The bestest thing in the world to do. That's what they're going to tell you. And look, let me tell you this, because some of the things I go over, I go over heavily in module one over at Flash Home Academy. I'm just, I'm just, we just playing on online today. So we just, those who took that, they know what's up. For those who didn't, some of this is going to be extremely new to you. All right. We got Cali in the house. We got Roger. Okay. We got Germany. That's why I wanted to go with a little bit earlier time slot for the content and cash podcast, because I got a lot of people that's in different places. And later in the day don't work. So I'm trying to give you an early morning, an early one, and a late one. What's good, everybody? That's just, that's that's popping up from TikTok. I see your comments. Okay, let's go to number two because we're gonna make it short and simple. They don't tell you about the importance of credit with the company, right? People say, "Oh, well, get an LLC and you go out and get credit." Let me tell you something that is linked to that people don't realize. Your business phone. That's why I tell you, as soon as you establish, establish an LLC, as soon as you decide, decide to go into business, you need a business line, not your regular phone number. Let me tell you why. Let me, let me punch you in the throat and tell you why this is so important. Credit is huge because once you leave your job and you work for yourself and you get ready to make this car purchase, this house purchase, these big purchases, they want to know where you work. They want to know what you've been paid. They want to see consistency. You can't just make up a company and say, hey, I make a million dollars a month. They don't want to hear that. Let me tell you why business lines are so important and why you need to separate it from your regular personal line. If you're, if you're getting business calls on your personal phone, you failed, fam. Just want to be real with you. Let me tell you why this is so important. As soon as you go buy that car, you get ready to buy that house, you get ready to get that credit, they're going to ask you for the phone number of your business. Guess what they're going to do with that phone number? They're going to see when it was established and what does it link to? If, you're, if they can't find your business phone number online, you're lying. Their job is to gauge whether or not they should loan you money. One of the things they look at is your phone number. What's the history of that phone number? If it used to go to John Smith and it's been going to John Smith for 10 years, and you saying that's your business line, and I don't see anywhere where it links to your business, congratulations. We will not move forward with your application at all because we can't trust you. Your business line needs to be linked to your LLC, online and offline. They're going to research your business based off that phone number. The first thing they're going to do before they even go deep into the application is they're going to Google it. If that phone number don't go to your business, your credit application will be denied. Let's take it one step deeper. Let's go even deeper with that phone number. They're going to look and see when that number was established and who is it linked to. They're going to see, is it linked to your business? Oh, it is linked to a business. We do see it in Better Business Bureau since 2015. We do see it getting reviewed since 2015. Okay, so maybe we trust the fact that your business has been around since 2015. In fact, I've even heard of lenders going on the Wayback Machine, and some of you may not be familiar with it, but it's a website where you can look at old websites. You can pull up all the history of the internet. You can go put in a website, and you can say, show me this website in December of 2008. What did it look like? I'm just curious. They will do that to make sure your brand or business was established. They will look back and say, okay, 
You say you started in 2015. Let's see if you had a website. Let's see if you were up and running. Let's see if this phone number was on that website. Stop letting these gurus tell you to go get an LLC and all this credit is yours. Another thing about credit is that they're going to use your personal credit to back your business credit. So you got to make, that's, that's why it's important to, when you get your LLC to get your phone numbers, we talk about this stuff. Look, if you're a gold member, you know what's up. If you're a gold member, you know what's up. We talk about this stuff here. If you're not a gold member, this is new to you and that's cool. But they're going to use that phone number and that website to make sure your business is legitimate. So what? You got an LLC. Are you marketing? Are you advertising? Are you bringing in business? Do you have reviews? Is, are, are, is there clients who say we've worked with this company? We bought with this company. What's going on? Like those are ways that companies or banks look into your information to establish whether or not they want to lend to you. You think you're going to get an LLC and go out here and spend all this money? It ain't happening. Um, Good question came in. You got to excuse me. Can you use a Google number? I would not use a Google number because a Google number doesn't, it, it, the bill isn't in your name. The bill is not linked to your LLC. It's linked to Google. When you call somebody on a Google number, what does that, what does the caller ID say? If it says unavailable, it's not a good look. I'm not saying it can't happen. It's not the best choice. There's other, there's other ways of doing it. In module one, I talk about a phone system you can use that'll ring your cell phone and your house phone or give you a phone, you know, to as your as your work phone. My work phone is a cordless house phone that I use. It also rings my cell phone. It also rings my computer so I can take it anywhere. And it's super cheap. It's way cheaper than my phone bill. It's something that you need to invest in if you're going to have a business. Me and my family, we call it the money phone. When it rings, everybody shut up. I don't care what you're doing. When that phone rings, everybody shut up. Baby, stop crying. I don't care what's going on. When the money phone ring, they know to just be quiet. Period. I don't want two cell phones. I don't want, you know, a bunch of different stuff. It works perfectly. Um, let's get to the last thing. Let's get to the third thing. And this is the throat punch of all throat punches. And it's something that I've said over and over again. However, this is where a lot of people don't have success because they don't have discipline in this area. Let me say this without being gentle at all. Let me say this as harsh as I can say it, because you really need to, you need to, to choke on this Popeye's biscuit uh, before you realize how important this is. Without, a, without picking a niche, you will never make real money in this industry. Now, real money is, the, the term real money is subjective. So let me, let me dive even deeper. Cause I've had somebody, I've been in the back of an Uber before. And a lady said, I'm making good money. I'm making real money. I'm making $13 an hour. Okay. It's subjective. That's, that's on you fam. I, what you want me to do? That's on you. So what you want me to do? Let me run this real quick. Cause I don't got questions about it. So that's on you fam. So let me, let, let, me, let me clarify what I mean by real money, right? Real money is predictable. Real money is consistent. Real money grow month over month, year over year. That's real money. So I don't want you to get caught in the dollar amount of saying 50,000, 20,000, I make 100,000 a year. Yeah, that's cool. But are you, are you consistent? Are you growing or did you just get lucky? Real money, it doubles. 
Real money shows growth. Real money is predictable. That's what real money is. You can start at $5,000 a month. It can start at $2,000 a month, but it won't stay there. To do that, you need to pick a niche. So why? Why, why do I need to focus on one thing? Because when you learn how to solve problems consistent, consistently, that's where the money is. Now, a lot of people won't be disciplined enough to pick a niche. They're so afraid of missing money that they won't be disciplined enough to pick a niche. They're going to be all over the place. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But, the, but picking a niche ain't about what you do. It's about who you go after, who's attracted to you. I tell people all the time, and I've, if you watch this channel, then you know Olive Garden sells cheeseburgers. Why? Because sometimes kids want cheeseburgers. But parents want Italians. They're not going to stop selling cheeseburgers and make your kid eat meatballs. They're going to give your kids fries, chicken tenders, and cheeseburgers. Their niche is Italian cuisine. That's who they go after. They don't market. You don't ever see a cheeseburger on their marketing. You don't ever see a cheeseburger on nothing. You got you to gotta dive deep into the menu to find a cheeseburger. But guess what? During COVID, when that menu got skinny, they didn't stop selling cheeseburgers. They did not stop selling. They stopped selling a lot of things, but they did not stop selling cheeseburgers because they understand that they, there's an audience that come here that's forced to go to Olive Garden again to get that cheeseburger. So when you pick a niche, which needs to be three layers deep, and it can't just be business video. A lot of people pick these vague niches, corporate photography, product photography. How, what kind of product? Are we shooting underwater cologne photography or are we shooting shoes, apparel? Like what? You can't think no harder than that. You got to go three layers deep with picking your niche. If you're not doing that, you're not going to make it. You're not going to make it, fam. Sorry, not sorry. If you don't understand who problem you solve, you're not going to make it. The, the idea of selling content, making pretty pictures is dead. Anybody that come to me talking about their camera and how they got quality and they're going to beat me in sales, you're not. Because everybody walking around with 4K in their pocket. Yo, the 4K you talking about, you know it's better. You know the sensor bigger, but they don't. They don't care. They don't care. So many content creators are selling camera features or selling what the reason they bought the camera as a selling feature to your client. Your client don't care. Stop trying to sell them on 4K, 10-bit, raw. Your client don't. It doesn't solve a problem for them. It doesn't solve a problem for them. Just like you don't know the power tools your mechanic use. You have no idea what power tools your mechanic use. You have no idea what, what drill your dentist use. You don't care. Just like your clients don't care. Stop talking about quality and, and cinematic look and feel. And our quality looks great. So what? Your client don't care. They want content that works. They want content that solves a problem. And if you don't get good at that, you're not going to be around because AI is coming after your job this year. Your job is gone this year. If you're a photographer or a videographer who don't know how to solve a problem, you're, this is the last year you will be in business. 2024, eat while you can. Take that money and diversify it into an ice cream truck or something because you're not going to be here. You're not going to make it. All my content creators pushing quality and experience and passion. I'm so passionate about this. So what, fam? You're not going to make it. This, this will be the last year you, you, you make it. 
In fact, you may not even make it through the year. You may want to get your camera, you know, online for sale right around tax time so you can get some good money for it when people get their W-2s because you're not going to make it. We don't live in our world no more. Sorry, not sorry. If you're not changing, if you're not looking at where things are going, you're not going to make it. There is software where you can type in words and get video out of it. What I need you for? If you're not coming in the door with, with the experience it takes to solve problems, what do I need you for? Somebody ask a question. Um, how can you go three layers deep? You got to excuse me because I'm looking at my, my uh, streamer. How can you go three layers deep if the industry doesn't care about professional videos and prefer DIY videos? Okay, one that depends on the industry you're going into. And every industry care about results. You care about video. See, that's the problem. You're selling video. Nobody wants video. People want the results of video. You're selling video. You're saying we got videos that I'm never, I never talk about that. I, I look at the problem. The solution, the prescription that I'm writing will include video, but you're going in there video first. Nobody wants video. Nobody wants to be on video. Don't nobody want video, but networks that sell video. Stop thinking that we need to sell video and photography. We don't. Stop selling that. Stop selling what your camera produce and sell what you produce. Let me say that again. Because that's mind-blowing for some people. This is just, it's a shocker. They just, they living outside of their body right now. Stop selling what your camera produce. Start selling what you produce. Y'all think y'all just going to buy an expensive camera and it's going to sell for you? You're going to walk in the room with it in your hand and be like, look, I got the 1DX3, whatever. It shoots. Don't you want to work with me? I got a better camera than that guy. Yeah, but that guy got a cell phone and he understands how to create content that gets results. You only understand how to take pretty pictures. We are not the same. Businesses want results. I don't. Can you imagine you're you're you going to get a surgery and your doctor come in fly as hell like he got Gucci Gucci rubber gloves and a chain. And, you know, he in there like these like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We out here, fam. We got the buffs on. He out here like, and you asking questions about your surgery and whether or not you're going to make it. And he like, look, it don't matter if you make it. I'm dripping out here. Like, I'm going to look good doing it. It don't matter if you make it. Look at this. Look at this emergency room. Look at this operation room. It's dope, ain't it? You on Louis Vuitton sheets. It don't matter if you make it, fam. People want results. They don't care what you produce. They don't care what your camera produces. And if you're not in the results business, if you're not in the problem solving business, if you're not in the solution business, you're not going to make it. There's no nice way to put it. I, all your clients will be right over here because you're going in there talking about how much you love your camera. And I'm so passionate about my work. I'm so passionate about taking pictures. I've been doing it since I was three. Who give a damn? I need you to find a way to use that damn camera to bring people in my door. Can you do that? That's where the money at. It's not in saying we're going to produce the best. You know, people still be walking in doing, we're going to produce the best high quality content you've ever seen. For what? So people can look at it and be like, that's nice. Content creators have a hard time separating being an artist from being a businessman. The artist side of you is killing you. Go be creative on your time. Be an artist on your time. Get results on their time. Go be cute 
and do this high end, you know, content that that you know makes somebody jaw drop on your time. For your clients, focus on getting results. Be great at getting results with your content. Be great at understanding the power of a call to action. Be great at understanding your client's audience so that you can create content to do what they need done. If you can do that, congratulations. You got a few more years left. You got a few more years left in this industry. If you can't, you're not going to make it. I can't, I can't make it no, no more obvious than that. You're going to be selling your gear. I'm going to be buying your lenses dirt cheap. I can't wait. There's a, every year, there's a certain, listen, there's a certain time of year. Like, like right now, from January to March, it's my favorite use, use camera time. Like, I'm going to share this with you. I ain't even got to. This is, this is a gym alert. I'm going to share this with you. From January to March, oh, it's my favorite. It's my favorite time of year to buy used gear. Let me tell you why. One, it's the slowest time of year for content creators, depending on what niche you're in. Now, certain niches thrive this time of year, but it's a slow time of year. Two, people are hurting from Christmas. Three, they're realizing this ain't for me. I went out and bought this $2,700 lens. It's great. It takes really pretty bird pictures, but I ain't making no money with it because I wanted to invest in cameras instead of this. So January to March, whatever you're looking for, whether it's Blackmagic camera bodies, Sigma lenses, Sony lenses, Canon lenses, oh, it's the time to buy. It is my favorite time of the year. I come up so hard on from pause. I come up so hard from January to March with used gear. It, because everything is for sale. All kind of stuff. And that's usually when people get stuff for Christmas, they flip their old stuff, lenses and all of that. And as I tell you, I'm going to tell you like I always tell you, marry the lenses, date the bodies. Don't, don't get attached to a camera body. Get attached to the lenses. Another question coming. Let me see. Uh, okay, okay. Just checking out my questions coming in real quick. Let's see who, okay, just want to double check. But that's that's something that you got to be mindful of as you, and look, man, we talk about this like crazy here. We talk about this. That's what we talk about. You want to know what's, what's the big deal about Flash Film Academy? We talking about how to get the bag, period. There you go. So, again, let me go over those three things. Make sure you know them because I ain't going to be here all day. Three things is one, they don't tell you about an LLC and taxes. Right, the taxes you're gonna have to pay on that LLC depending on where you are. If you don't, if you're not filing, if you don't file taxes for two years on the LLC, you out of here, Bucko. The government looks at your stuff as a hobby. Once you get deemed as a hobby, you can forget about all that credit and everything. You don't have income. Why would somebody give you a credit card and you don't have income? Your personal income. If you're going to work to get income and it's not coming from your LLC, why would they give you credit? That's the dumbest thing ever. You've never, you've never showed a profit. You can write off, try to write off stuff all you want, but a lot of these gurus sell you on the idea of writing stuff off. They don't tell you. You got to make money for write-offs to make sense. You can't have $0 and go write off a Cadillac truck. They ain't having that, fam. You got to make a million dollars where 21 to 30% of that is taxes and 300000 is is money you would pay in tax for, for buying a Cadillac truck and writing it off on your taxes to even halfway start to make sense. They don't tell you that. They just tell you, write it off, write offs. I hate when people say write offs. Write offs. You don't understand how they work. Write offs. Just write it off. Just write, write off, write off. You got to make profit to write things off. If you're not making profit, you can't 
write things off. You can you can write it off if you want to. You ain't get no money back. These are things you need to know and understand. Just looking at my questions coming in. So be mindful of that as you move forward as a content. These are things you need to know. They just the gurus telling you this half-ass stuff. They're not, they're not breaking it down and explaining why this needs to happen. Write-offs are great when you make a lot of profit to get some of that money back because the government is taking 21 to 30%. Cool. How can I get some of that money back? 21 to 30% of 100,000 is a lot of money for the average person. It's $31,000. So that's important. Uh, Dream Legacy had a good question that's popping up on YouTube. Do you recommend having a system to automate leads or the manual way via direct message, email, and call? Two things. We, let, me, let me say this, because there's an asterisk to this, right? One, it depends on your niche. I'm not going to tell you, yeah, and you're in a niche where people like, they like to be reached out to, right? Dentists like when it's personal. Small business owners like personal. They don't want an automated message. Unless you have a really good writer, and the messages feel personal. Some niches don't matter. Some niches is a game of numbers. Let me just reach out to people the best way I can. It's a game of numbers. But if you're dealing with corporate event planners, they like to have their handshake. Certain industries like very personal experiences. They remember that. Some don't. Restaurant owners, from my experience, but that, again, that, off, that also depends on where you are in the world. That also depends on your culture. You may be in a culture where that's rude. There's certain cultures where if I point, it's rude. Just pointing, it's rude. You may be there. So that depends on your niche, most importantly, and your location. But let me say this again. I, I know y'all feel like, dog, dude, keep... In module one, we talk about beta clients, right? The purpose of a beta client. The purpose of a beta client is to, is to get this information from your ideal client, right? It's to have the experience to interview, to talk to your ideal client that would normally purchase from you. Um, so they will have that answer for you, especially when you get three of them and you compare questions. See, I'm not here to tell you what to think. I'm here to teach you how to think. And there are things you need to get in place and the right people to ask this question. So let me, let me give you an example of that, right? Everybody mama like your... Like, your mama like your logo. Your mama think your logo is so dope because you got it professionally made. She think it's so such a pretty logo. Do your ideal client think that? Do the person that's buying from you like your logo? Can they identify with it? Can they look at it and determine what you do? Does your logo look like a company that provides value or do it look cheap? I've seen some cheap ass looking logos in my time. That it looked cheap, just looked like you can't be asking for more than two fifty. Your logo looks terrible. You ever see a bad tattoo, and then you see a really good tattoo? You ever see a bad tattoo? It looked like it was somebody did it in the in a bathroom of a middle school. They drew a lion, and a lion looked all sad. And then you see a good tattoo where it's just colors popping and it's fading and shadows and. That's how some of y'all logos look to your client. Like that cheap tattoo that somebody drew in a prison cell somewhere. I've seen prison tattoos that was fired. Let me take that back. So that's how, that's how your company look to a lot of businesses or in your niche. A lot of, a lot of your clients and businesses that you want to work with. 
instantly, immediately turn them off. Like, ugh. Yeah, I'm I'm straight. Instantly. So that's why beta clients are so important. Because you get to run this by them. You get their input. You know what people who are who are buying from you, what they think. When they wanna when they build a fishing lure, they go get a tank full of bass bass. Large mouth bass, small mouth bass, and they test this lure in that tank to see how often they bite, to see if they bite, to see if they're going to go for this or not. They test it. Before they go to market with their product, they test it. Have you tested your product? Or do you just listen to your friends who tell you, yeah, knowing damn well they, they are not in the position to want to buy anything you offer, nor do they have the money. Who are you listening to? Yourself, you are you aren't your ideal client. How you you just going off your taste? Congratulations. Take your wallet out your left pocket and put it in your right pocket. How you gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like just think about that. You built your company based off what you like and not what your client like. Who who's spending money with you? Make it make sense. You don't have to like none of your company colors. You don't got to like your logo. You ain't got to like none of that stuff. As long as you got a target audience that love it. Period. If you're not thinking like that, you're wasting your time. You're not going to make it. You're probably getting lucky one or two hit or miss jobs, but you can't build consistency. You can't do this for a living. Good luck. It's time to upgrade this. Um, let's go over those three things one last time before I roll out of here. I see a few people coming in on Instagram. What up, what up? Um, let's talk about, let, let's go over the three things real quick. Like I said, three things. We're going to recap. Again, the first one I said, like I said before, is they tell you about LLC. They don't talk about taxes. They don't talk about how you need to, re- how you need to file quarterly in some states. Um, Real asterisk. Let me tell you something on that. Let me tell you how I learned the hard way. I'm going to share a story with you real quick before we go to the next one. Story time. Real quick story time. Because these are things you need to know. These are things you're not, they're not going to teach you nowhere else. That's why I'm going to teach you here from my mistakes. If you owe money and you don't file quarterly, right? And you're in a state that requires you to file quarterly, even if it's yearly. Some states do twice a year, whatever, right? And you get a job from a state-owned company or a company that, that works with the state. Let's say whatever office or whatever, they have to make sure your taxes are paid before they can release funds to you. Or they can take it out the money they're going to pay you. I'm telling you this from experience. I'm telling you this from experience. You don't want to be waiting on a $10,000, check. And because you didn't report and they made up a number, because they will make up a number and say, uh, we feel like you would have paid 12000 in taxes this month or this quarter. We just, we didn't see any paperwork. L- let's look at an average of what the media companies in the area are reporting. So we're going to put you smack dab in the middle, just like, just like house taxes. We're going to put you smack dab in the middle and say, hey, we think 8000 is a fair number until we figure out what happened. And you waiting on this big check from this company that you didn't did all this work for when you got employees to pay everything and they say, Swoop, we need to take this chunk out. You're going to be mad as I don't know what. But these are things you need to know. 
These are things you need to know. These are things they're not talking about. They stay steady coming out with videos, telling you what's in their camera bag, and they're not telling you what's up here. So important. Enough with the gear talk. Don't nobody care about your camera no more. Them days over with. I can get somebody who can shoot circles around you with an iPhone. Them days over with. Because they can, they can create better results. Let me say that. If you want to pixel peep and go, how many stops of dynamic range and the noise in this? Okay, cool. You, you got the iPhone beat. When it comes to generating results and revenue from that content that's shot on the iPhone, I know people that can run circles around you, guys. User-generated content is some of the most profitable TikTok content in the world. There's some user-generated content that's made more money than most million-dollar commercials. It happens. That's the world we live in. Wake up. So you can go against it if you want to. If you got questions, post them. Go for it. Um, so again, number one talks about LLC taxes, credit. Number two talks about the importance of your credit linked to your business phone number. You have to have a business line. You have to have it established. It needs to be in your business name, which means it needs to be linked to your LLC. It needs to be online and point to your business everywhere. Google maps, Facebook, uh, Amazon, everywhere it needs to point. They need to have a direct relationship. You do not want your business number pointing to your personal account, your personal name, or somebody else. You don't want to add it as a line. See, people just think, I just need a line. They just added a line, add a line on my phone. It don't work like that, fam. It will damage your credit and credibility when you start to go and you start applying for credit or working with big companies that want to do research on you. Them big checks, them big companies, when I work for the Walmarts, when I work for the Eckridge, when I work for Louisville, Kentucky, they did their research on me to make sure I was a business that they can trust and rely on. A number one way they do that is by searching your phone number and seeing what it links to. Because if it links to doggone John Smith, they're not going to touch you. And you can provide the proposal of your life and you don't understand why this big company won't touch you. Remember. Remember a few videos I said it's easier to look cheap? You lose a lot of clients by looking too cheap? That's one of them. You lose a lot of clients because you ain't got your stuff together. And you look too cheap. A lot of times I tell you, I can, I can get Walmart and sit them right on your front porch for $30,000 video, in videos and most people will fumble the bag because they don't know how to approach them. They don't know how to talk to them, how to communicate with them, how to walk them through the sale. They don't have the paperwork, the contracts, none of that. They own some, we'll see, let me give you a quote. And there's some numbers they made up off the top of their head and it, fell, and it falls flat every single time. I've done it. I've passed jobs like that to friends or other companies that I know and they fumbled the bag. They fumbled a five-figure, six-figure bag because their proposal was a bill with their name on it and just the amount. And it looked like it looked like I'm writing estimates for installing mufflers. Happens every time. So make sure that phone number aligns to your business. That's number two. Number three, without niche, you can forget about it. Without having a niche. And let me let me clarify that. Let me let me hit you in the throat one more time. Cause it's the part that you just go over people's head. It's the part that people look me dead in the face every day on YouTube, on TikTok or whatever. And it just goes right over their head. They look at me like, this is the part where people pay for one-on-one counselors or people sign up for Flash Room Academy and they be in the forums and they go, this is the part that just, I don't know why. Just don't, just, just let me put on my brass knuckles. Let me punch you in the throat. 
Okay. Picking a niche is not hard. Your ability to be disciplined enough to only focus on that niche is where you're having problems. Let me say it again. Picking a niche is not hard. It's not a hard thing to do. It's not a hard thing to do. Having the discipline to only focus on that niche is where you are failing right now. That's the part that's not connecting for you right now. That's the part that you got to work on. That's the part that no course or guru or motivational book will help you. That's what you got to, you got to do that with you, fam. And if you're not willing to do it, you ain't about this life. You don't want it bad enough. Because when your ass want it bad enough, you'll do what you got to do. I'm not here to make excuses for you. I'm just here to lead you. I'm just here to, to make sure you don't make the mistakes I made. And if you're not ready to do that, scoot over, pretender, and let the contenders come in. Because there's a lot of guys that's ready. There's a lot of guys that's saying, what I need to do, coach? Put me in the best position to win, coach. Them the guys I want to work with or girls I want to work with. A lot of people don't have the discipline to be successful. That's why business ownership ain't for everybody. Based off discipline. A lot of people don't have it. They don't have the discipline. Look around your life. If it's not where you want it to be, discipline is probably a majority of the reason why. You chose to entertain yourself more than educate yourself this week. You watch 20 hours of TV and 30 minutes of tutorials. You spend thousands on TV, movies, and entertainment, but won't spend $13 for a Udemy course to teach you how to color correct your sloppy looking orange footage. You spend all this money on this software and equipment and won't spend money on learning how to work it. Most of the times when you think you need a new camera, you really just need to learn how to work the camera you got because you can't even push it to its capabilities. What's the use of 28 stops of dynamic range when you can't color correct 8? What's the use of 10-bit when you can't work 8-bit? You want it because you see videos on YouTube telling you about this gear you need and how it's going to make your life so much greater, but you invest nothing on learning how to use the gear you have. I know so many people can't read a histogram. How you, you talking about color grading and color accuracy and exposure, and you can't, you can't even read the scopes. You mean to tell me you've been looking at these scopes for 10 years and you haven't taken the time to understand scopes? You can't measure your image to get great exposure? You don't know where your skin tones lay on the scope? And you think a better camera gonna help you, fam? Boy, you out your mind. So many people have this mentality and they out their mind. Good luck to you. But let me tell you, the people that rock with me, the people I rock with, we about to run circles around you. It's not saturated. The only, the only area of saturation is the bottom. It's the people who got a camera from Best Buy that just want to do this and they ain't thinking about business. They think about artsy photography. They think about, they think they're going to take pictures of leaves in a, in a park and get paid off this. Good luck. Them days are over with. The days of selling portraits and being famous and artsy and cute, them days are over with. That era of photography and videography is out of here, fam. It's gone. I don't even need landscape. I can go and AI that junk. Those days are gone. You're not making a living off of it. Family portraits, gone. iPhones, iPhones doing that. 
personal events, gone. The only personal event is weddings that people are taking pictures at. Cell phones do it. Gone. What's next? That area of, of highly saturated trash individuals who don't want to work on this, who run it around in auto, it's, it's, it's super saturated because it's easy. It's lazy work. It takes no discipline. So if that's where you want to be, I'm cool with it. Stay in contenders. I mean, pretenders on. I'm over here with the contenders. We're trying to find a way to solve problems for businesses. We're solving $50,000, $70,000 problems for businesses. We're not here to keep getting two fifty dollars for a job and your back hurting. You, you, you going through your gear. We ain't about that life. So, Black Lion, great. Absolutely. Black Lion say UK in the house. Let's not, let's not forget about knowing how to use light meters. So many photographers I know don't use light meters, fam. They rely on the light meter in your camera. Let me say this. That, Black Lion, let me say this. It's so important. It's so important that we do this, right? This is why you need to use a light meter whenever you're doing video, photo, um, and you need to use a color chart. And this is something that, let me put on my, my glove. I'm going to put on my brass knuckles because it's harsh but true. Okay. Every camera manufacturer either come from like one or two places, Asia or maybe America, maybe red, stuff like that. Most camera manufacturers come from that area, right? So their light meter is used to exposing certain skin color. See where I'm going with this? That's why most of the time when you see people take pictures of black people, it's terrible. It's terrible. You can't trust your meter, your light meter in your camera to expose black people correctly or people of color in general. It takes a certain skill set to get to get that melanin glow. I don't care what color you are as a photographer or a videographer. You need to understand the difference in exposures depending on skin color, skin tone. You need to understand how much hair light you need depending on hair color. If you're not if you're not looking at somebody's hair trying to determine how much hair light you need because they're blonde or brunette or brunette that's bleach blonde, it's a big difference in how much light goes through their hair. You need a light meter, fam. You need to learn how to use these things before you upgrade your camera. And if you're looking to upgrade your camera without understanding these things, you are the problem. A better camera won't make you better. Sorry, not sorry. So many photographers and video videographers I run into can't use light meter, can't use false color, can't use scopes, histogram. They can't read none of that. They just out here trusting the camera, hoping that the camera gives them what they want. You're not gonna make it. You you know why you know why I say iPhones will outshoot any camera because they know how to find the face, expose for the face, look for the background. Oh, that's a tree. Let's make that more green. Oh, that's the sky. Let's make that more blue. You as a photographer can't think that much that fast. You you as a photographer can't think that much that like iPhone is doing everything. That's a horse. That's a that's a dog. Let's let's make this color pop. Let's let's lower these highlights. That's what makes cell phone photography great. It isn't that they have a big great sensor that can capture everything in one snap. It's that they can take 200 pictures in a second and expose multiple layers of that picture and then compile it together before you can get to the photo app to look at it. It don't need a better, a better sensor. It'll use that little sensor 200 times. 
And it'll do all the thinking about what needs to be exposed and what doesn't for you. That's what you're competing against. You're not competing against, nobody care about your sensor being bigger. You care about it. The average person don't. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, um, we talk long enough. We talk long enough. Anybody else got questions real quick? Real quick questions. Give you two minutes to pop your questions before we slide out. Uh, and then we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We're going to do this every Tuesday at 1. So be ready. All my gold members, We will, I will definitely see you tomorrow for the accountability meeting when we chop it up and we look at, um, you know, some of the things our members are doing, how they're doing it, how they got there, some questions. If you're not a gold member, man, feel free to be a gold member. Download the app, the Flashroom Academy app. Here, let me give you this. Because I don't want to hear nobody say I don't be looking out for people. There you go. Now you know, no one's half the battle. All right? In fact, we got some stuff going on. We got a sale going on right now, but whatever. When you are ready to take the business side of what you do to the next level, come holler at me. Come, let's come, come over to fly. Listen, I know you got a lot of people in your feed telling you about camera gear and lenses and how to shoot. This is how you shoot an interview. All of that is great. That's cool. 80% of your business is business. You can focus on the 20% if you want to. I can hire somebody to come film for me once I land a $100,000 client. But you can't hire nobody to land a $100,000 client. I can rent the gear. I can rent the computer. I can, everything it takes for me to film something, I can rent. You know what you can't rent? The website, the brand, the marketing, how to write the proposal. You can't rent that. It's the reason you can't rent it. You got to build it. It takes time to build. And if you get that in order, it will fund everything else. All right. With that being said, I will see y'all in the next video. Um, okay. Said if we find the right companies, see this, let me, oh, let me touch on that before I go. I'm glad you said that. Okay. Hold on. I was about to slide out, but that's, I love them questions. Let me talk about this real quick. Cause I was going to slide out. Let me gym alert. I'm going I'm to leave y'all with a massive throat punch. I want to leave you with your throat hurting. That's how I like to leave you today with your throat hurting. Okay. Let's talk about that because that mindset is wrong. If you find the right companies, the mindset is wrong. Companies need to be looking for you. Plumbers don't knock on your door asking you, do you need your pipes fixed? You go looking for plumbers. So as a company, you need to specialize in solving a problem and be where they look to get that problem solved. You need to specialize in solving a problem and be where they look, right? Air conditioner companies ain't knocking on your door. Air conditioner companies ain't knocking on your door. But if you need one, you know where to look, right? So where can your clients look to find you? And what problem do you solve? If you, if you don't have the answer to those questions, that's why you're not getting money. Straight up. Um, next time I go live, I'm going live every Tuesday at 1, where, wherever you're watching right now. I'm going live every Tuesday at 1. I'm coming back to going live. Um, we, we have meetings for the gold members every Wednesday at 6 Central. Let's make sure our Central time, 1 o'clock Central Tuesday. 6 o'clock Central, we're going live. That's on the app. Uh, community only. That's where we kind of ask questions. We we look at what people are doing. We look at websites. We talk about, you know, what people are going through this week. Hey, I got a client that's doing this. What do you think? How should I handle it? Hey, you know, this is where we have success, guys. You may want to use this to implement this in your business. So it's a great place where iron sharpens iron. Um, and it's, it's you know, let me tell you, it, 
I enjoy it because as I create content for this, for the purpose of helping people with business, there may be things that I may forget that being in a group, I'm like, oh yeah, I did go through that. Let me tell you how, what I did, you know what I'm saying? Or things that may be brought to my attention that I'm like, yo, I I totally forgot about that. I did have a client ghost me and this is how I got him back. So these are things that, you know, we talk about and people share with each other. It's not just me talking. There's other people with great advice and information to share with, with other content creators. Um, things that you should be mindful of when you grow a business. You need friends, right? You can't, your family right now, you can't talk to them about how to grow the business. You need friends that's doing this every day. You need friends that's doing this every day so that y'all can, they don't, they're not mad or they don't get tired of hearing about your success or maybe your lessons or, or failures or things that you, you know what I'm saying? You need people that you can get real advice from and not people that love you, that want to help you, but don't really know what to tell you. Your friends and family don't live in this industry. They don't know what to tell you. They they want to help you. They want to be of assistance, but it takes people who are, depending on what level they're in in this industry, it takes people who um, can, can help you and say, hey, I had that problem last month. This is what I did. Or, hey, you should try this. Or, you know what? When I couldn't find a niche, this is what I did to help me find the niche in my area. Or, hey, I live in this part of the country, and this is what really works for me. So those are things you need to be mindful of. But I'll be back next Tuesday at 1. Gold members, I'll see y'all tomorrow. And uh, we posted a new video yesterday. Check it out. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram. It's on TikTok. Check it out. It talks about what you need to think about moving into 2024 before you start a company. All right? As always, be inspired. Be creative. Be profitable. That last part is the most important. You've been listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com.